Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thanks for listening to Sports Sunday On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. It's time for Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Second and seven. Irving breaks it back. Work will bounces outside. He's got a burst. Bucky. Irving. Down the sideline. Brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company. Ben takes the shotgun snap. Bill Branson throws down the right sideline. And over the shoulder, catch by Harrison. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Keepers! Explore the flavors of Oregon at Grillworks Supply Company in Beaverton or at grillworkspdx.com. Football so fun. It's our job. That's crazy. It's so fun. Now, here are your Football Sunday hosts, Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher, on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. You're about to get it right there. You're about to get this. No, don't say that. I'm not scared of you. Good morning and welcome into Football Sunday, the last Football Sunday of October. Joe Fisher right here. I got Rashad Taylor across the faux marble table and then across the glass, Jordan the Don Schultz Schultzy. Two nicknames. I'll take it. A couple or, cool nicknames too. Yeah, I just have Rashad. The Don Jordan. The, the Don and yeah. Schultzy. I don't even have anything for you. I don't have anything cool. Shod? Yeah, don't do that. Because yeah, if you get yeah. like Rash, it's like, why would your nickname Rash? Yeah, no, hey, no, Rash. No. Don't, no. Do, don't do that either. Yeah. No. It's okay. Rash! I'm just one of those fan. guys that just doesn't, you know, doesn't have a nickname. You I know, mean, R. Floyd would work. You know? I don't know. Like R. Floyd? Like a, yeah, I'm just trying to come up with like a name and then like, I don't know, add your street or just come up with any combination and see yeah. like because you eat and the, my first Taylor name is, is r like what starts with an r which is like such an odd you know letter to like have like a nickname for like hey rj yeah. or anything it's just such a Whoa. It sounds weird i mean we, one of our best texters is rj yeah oh, um, yeah. shout out to rj yeah come on now yeah but still it's like it, it still doesn't work super it doesn't name. work for me it doesn't work for me for whatever reason so my uncle called me slim because i was skinny forever that will work. up until you know I wasn't anymore, but uh, but you're not like you're you're, a, you're like a normal size. If you were like really really fat, I guess you could be called slim as a joke. Right? Yeah, kind of ironically. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, tiny like tiny. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's uh, I'm trying not to be as fat anymore. I've lost like almost sixty five pounds. Hey, like, dude, guys, I told you guys, man, I'm clap. not with a yeah. This whole being fat thing wasn't for me. Like, well, I'm just being. When honest. do you get married again? June. Okay, June well. 1st. 
uh, you know, enjoy it while you uh, have it now. Because as far as I know, getting married, that's when you uh, cross that uh, threshold. Does of, that mean you gain weight? Yeah, you just you give up at that point. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to try and do that. You know, I being like I said, when you've been slim like your whole life, being fat is weird. Oh, it's I went through it. A cu- I went through it a couple of years ago, but I mean, I had someone. They remarked, "Man, that uh, those swim trunks are uh, looking a little tight there, Joe." Kind of uh, bursting, bursting yeah. at the seams. I was like, like "Yeah, he's fit different." Well, yeah, I mean, Gucci Daddy shorts all of a sudden. That was like Fourth of July a few years ago, and I was like, "You guys got a scale by chance? And yeah, I can go check out." And <laughs> you guys jumped are up, just... jumped up there. I was like, "Whoa." Oh, okay. When you two see that, fi- when you got this slim, slender frame at two fifteen, all right. <laughs> you were two fifteen. I think I was at two fifteen, two twenty, somewhere Jeez. around there. Jeez, I don't see because if than I do. for those of you who have never seen Joe, and most of you have never seen us like in real you life, you will like, shortly, yeah. soon enough, in a couple weeks once we get our YouTube. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, uh, situation figured out. We sh- we showed up this morning in just black screens on the cameras, so yeah. I figured uh, we couldn't uh, go live if, if you couldn't. See anything? So. Start going live from from Twitch or something like y- that. You guys are describing like my life is like fourteen plus on essentially, just like oh that chubby feeling of clothes or like chubby feeling of clothes like tight on you. Like, hey man, it's like I'm. Happens to different. Happen- uh, yeah, uh, you guys, you're complaining to the. But moment. no, but here's the, here's the cool <laughs> part about being like when you're a bigger guy, a bigger kid, and everything like that. Like when you slim down. Like the way people talk to you when you get old, like when you're, oh. it's the same words. Yeah. It's just different, right? So, like when you're big and slim down, people are like, nothing man, like, a, wow, man, nothing what like you a do? comeback what you story. Doing? I, yeah. I've, yeah, I've seen a couple of those people. One of my uh, best friends growing up, he was, uh, he was a bit bigger growing up through elementary and middle school, and then uh, I moved away. And so didn't see him as much. And then I uh, ran back into him with college through some mutual friends. Dude was looking good. Like, it was not the same guy that I'd known for years. And it's like, yeah, you. it's almost that good to have that situation. Because yeah. then you're like, yeah, what's up? What What now? Yeah. What, what do you got to say? Seriously. Yeah. Like, when you oh, saw, I look good, huh? And, and when you saw your man, it was probably like, man, okay. Like, what have you been doing? Like, yeah. yeah. But when you're other way, when you're small and get big, it's the same conversation. But it's like, man. What have you been doing? Like you, you good? Like, are, this reminds me of okay? uh, this reminds me of a girl that uh, I remember from middle school, high school, and um, this is uh, yeah. I went to Tualatin and then moved to Sherwood after eighth grade. Or Shout whatever. out to Tualatin and Sherwood. Yeah, uh, Tualatin Sherwood Road connects the two cities. How about that? Uh, Tualatin, really? uh, huh? Is it really? Yeah, there's a you don't you don't venture to the west side. Too uh, often. Not you know not west a, side a, suburbia. Not not a whole bunch, man. I'd like to get there more. Except, that is a thing, except yeah. Newburgh, and then yeah. you don't call me. Um, I mean, that's one, that's one time. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I moved away from Twalton, and then I ran into um, this girl years later, and let's just say the the glow up over that four so to real. five year time frame. <laughs> big changes. So real. big changes, and when I mean big. I mean, big changes. And, um, yeah, let's just say that I was hoping that I was like, man, I really hope I was nice to her in middle school. <laughs> Once you see her five years after uh, after that time passes and uh, you're adults, you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Was, like, was like, I rude to you? Like, yeah. Was no? I, you know, do I have a chance here? All you just hope is like, man, I wasn't a jerk to you, was I? <laughs> like, okay. And then, no, you were super nice. Okay, good. Oh, nice. Okay. God, I'm in How still? are you? You got a boyfriend? I mean, oh like, what's going God. on? You guys are pigs. Okay. What? I, I, I'm a pig too, but you guys are yeah, I whole don't know what you're talking about. No, no. I'm honestly I was 
I was always been a, a nice dude. I've never like me tried not to be mean to girls or you know anything what? like totally, that or try to be with a, a fat jerk. person. Total just, just total dirtbag over here. Hey, just man. do it. Just, hey, just do it. Don't it doesn't have to be like every skinny person walking oh, hey, through listen, the door. No, listen. you know what? They, they, the the fat, fat fat person could could probably give you a good time. So too. listen, there's, there's oh. some studies out there that say that bigger people are actually better in bed. Really? You know, yeah, there's some for whatever for for whatever reason. Nobody ever says, "Man, I just want to just want a skinny guy to cuddle up with." Like that's never that's never been said. A lot of ladies these days are looking for a teddy bear type to uh to cuddle up with, especially as now we're in we're in cuddle season. One of my one of my really really good yeah. friends uh, in a high school, um, you know, he was part of the the local Sherwood rap scene. Let's just say that it's huge. Bars. Oh man, you know the amount of talent that comes out of there. And sure, what is hard? Uh, yeah, Headliners. it's insane. It's insane. Pistols don't, in private schools. I love it. That's the name of the album. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't ask me to go through the list. It's just so extensive. In my um, backyard, outside my pool. Yeah. But I will give this man credit. Um, if you ever asked him to freestyle on the spot, he it was magical. It was an out of body experience. That's he, a hard thing to do. Oh, dude, it was amazing. But uh, a lot of his lyrics, a lot of his lyrics had mentions of um, you know loving the bigger uh, bigger chicks. That was his thing. We thought it was just kind of like a, a shtick for his songs. Oh no, he is uh, his track re- record speaks for himself at this point. That man stands by his word, are, and I am I'm happy for him. There are a lot of guys that love a BBW. Shout out to all the BBWs <laughs> out there. You know, one of the most one of the most searched porn categories you'll find. Hey man. is BBW man. So shout out to. Have you ever all looked at those maps? Those like. Pornhub maps that say like who what states search the most oh, and like yeah, they come yeah, out the every charts. year they release them like I have not like what is biggest in what <laughs> I'd be area curious or... to know what Oregon's <laughs> the biggest uh, search is yeah uh, I can pull it up I don't know it off the top of my head Maybe oh I, do. I just saw this and I feel like it was extra weird because it's Oregon and I'm not surprised but even beyond like you know just, well what's that Kendrick Lamar like be humble sit down he says give me some you know authentic stretch marks that's really like beyond like <laughs> good reference sh- yeah. shape yeah. and specific like you what know a, what here's a pull yeah. by Jordan right Look there. Weights or whatever. Yeah. And it's back today. I, well, I'm just trying to say, like, yo, like, we're whatever size you are, you I, think I, you're too small, you think you're too big. Hey, as long as you're natural to yourself, it's all good, baby. Hey, listen, I think we can agree. Uh, thick with two C's is, uh, has been in over the last five to six years. Yes, yeah, well, should have been in over the last five 50, to six but, yeah. decades. You know, you know, for depending on uh, who you who we're talking to, it's crazy. Like, I have a lot of white friends, lots of white friends. I grew up in Portland, so there you go. But you know, but white guys. Then why love, are you in Sherwood? Why are you hanging out in West See, Suburbia, bro? No, you know, honestly, I, you are like <laughs> the first friend I actually have that lives in Sherwood, like for sure. Like, well, I live in and lives or yeah, lives in Wilsonville. Like, if I'm going to Wilsonville, well, we're going to Bullwinkles. I got to represent Newburgh you know? now. Yeah, I got to represent the set. Seriously, even in Newburgh, like you're the only person that I would go kick it with, like out in Newburgh. So when you're like, hey man, I'm having a having a party. Yeah, I guess who's going to be in Newburgh? I actually just went wine tasting last weekend for the Look first you time. Fancy ever. man, yeah. No, I mean being in Newburgh uh, now and just in that area my whole life, I'd never gone. And I mean, it's not something I've really like sought out to like. Hey, let's get a group together and let's go out. You're, like, you're going to be know. there. I'm telling you, you're already like into golf. But if someone wants like to that, plan that, you know, plan the wine tasting, yeah. you know, um, some shoot boards, some char- uh, charcuterie boards. You're uh, going to be that guy. Lean you're... into my whiteness. So, yeah, my wife and I were at a winery uh, Halloween karaoke party last That's night. That's a lot Ooh, of things it. happening. It was. And they were all <laughs> winery, very, very Halloween white. karaoke party. Three really cool things, though, for being real. Four. You know, like, yeah. Have you, I, I, winery, yeah. Halloween, karaoke and party. party yeah party yeah, yeah i like fun. it what a combo what'd you sing 
Uh, oh, I wish wave, I would have seen that. Uh, feeling good. I'm like, God, I, uh, sorry. A little okay. too hungover this morning to remember. Okay. That's a classic one. I love me some Buble. Saw him live. That was fantastic. One I've of the seen best. Him have like five times. I'm He's not amazing. surprised. That doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. Uh, if you want to interact with the show, Vancouver 4 text line. All texts to the fan are via the Vancouver 4 text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. Treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit VancouverFord.com. Uh, football stuff happened yesterday. Uh, football. I lost a lot of money. Oh, yeah, did you? Was it that time, type of weekend? It, uh, at least, um, I guess I could save myself today, but yeah, it was that type of Saturday. That's unfortunate. Uh, well, it was that type of uh, Saturday for some teams, and then others it was not. Uh, we are obviously obviously going to do what we do and start in the state of Oregon uh, with the Ducks and the Beavers. We'll then take a look at the entire Pac-12 slate. Then as we kick off the uh, NFL 10 a.m. Sunday window, it's time to look at some NFL, and that time we, of course, have Who Do You Love? And then we'll probably uh, end the show like we do during this time of year with uh, five minutes on the Blazers. Um, maybe it. maybe two to three. Maybe maybe one. Some <laughs> one or two. Talk, some Are you sure you don't want to break really break down these uh, first couple games? Yeah, so I was at the first, the opening game. Orlando? Oh, against uh, Orlando, yeah. <sighs> it's Mi- going to be a long. He missed Cooley. He was there too. Was he? Yeah. Orlando yeah. only won by I think five. They did, but it it looked it looked really bad for a little bit. I think Portland would have won that game if they had one more talented player. And I'm not I'm not trying to do a sneak Ant, reference. No, if Ant would have been on the floor, that I exactly. think I think you get yeah. that game. Exactly. Yeah. Is that our Blazers breakdown right there? There it is. Done. Thank you for 30 listening. seconds. Um I I, I believe um this is the Blazer season. Oh yeah, yeah. pretty I like accurate. In a, in a nutshell. What I'm was, trying to remember that we have the drop board. So. What was the over under twenty three and a half for them this year? Uh, Wins. Yeah. Uh, it, it's something. It, it was either thirty or twenty. I thought it was like, like twenty six and a half or something oh like that. God. I could I mean, be that's wrong bad. though. Hey, if without Ant for four to six weeks, it could uh, go down to twenty three. Could be right closer to twenty twenty three. And then the season will be like this. <laughs> yeah, a wet one. Yeah, Man, yeah. Not, you, you get to December in the uh, in season tournament. That's going to be a wet one for Portland. Oh, the in season tournament. Does it start like next week? I, f- I feel like they film that commercial that you've even seen with like guns pointed at them, like act like you care. Yeah, act man, like you it's care. gonna be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I am curious how this is gonna play out, though. I want to. I want to see if I'm if, if I'm gonna be excited for the championship game stuff like that. I'm curious to see that. Like, we're talking a lot of ish about it now, but when we get to that point in December, I'm pretty sure most of us would be gathered around. Our TV is trying to see how this all kind of plays out. Well, we can dive into it or we don't have to. But, like, LeBron already ditched his minutes limit in game two, you know, to get that win against, I think it was Phoenix on Thursday or Friday. So right. so we've already seen LeBron, who has been accused of being one of these softer, I need to sit on my, you know, ass players before. Dude's 40. Uh, he's 38. He's oh. not, not quite there yet. <laughs> it's, it's, he's two years yeah, away. Like and he is still being paid like a 33-year-old superstar. So, there. Uh, anyway, I digress. Yeah, He gave me the nicest Longest piece of meat. Mm. Mm. So good. <laughs> what? That's a, that's a that's an old uh, classic. I thought we got rid of that, guys. Okay. All right. Uh, I thought we scrubbed that from the yeah. system. Yeah. Absolutely. Delete. Not. Delete. Uh, no. Delete. Save. Em- embed it into the hard drive and don't ever let it leave. All right. Uh, do we want to go? Do we want to start on a positive note or a negative note? I say let's get the bad stuff out of the way. Get the bad out of the way? Yeah, okay. Then not? I feel like you know what we're going to talk about to I start the show going. off. Oregon State, they take the L last night down in the desert against Arizona. Boy, a lot Man. to talk about from this one. Tough, 
tough loss for the Beavers. Let's break it down next. We got Jordan Schultz, Rashad Taylor, Joe Fisher. This is Football Sunday brought to you brought to you by Grillworks Supply Co. We get to it next. Beavers lose on Saturday to the Arizona Wildcats. Or is it the Bearcats? It's the Wildcats. Okay. The Bearcats is the Cincinnati team, I believe. Do they what's do a, bear what's down? A bearcat? A be- that's a great question. Don't they say bear down? Probably. I don't care about Cincinnati football. I barely care about the Reds. Why the hell would I care about Cincinnati football? Good pun with the bear. All right, Oregon State, they lose. We talk about it next. Football Sunday here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe, brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Again, if you want to interact, Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, someone said that was a fun opening, Seggy. Yeah. That's what we do here. Appreciate you know, we try to have fun. We try to keep it real light. I'm trying to because I'm playing golf later today at Elk Ridge, and I, that could go from being fun to not fun really quick. So let's liven the mood as much as possible right now before I'm snapping my uh, five hybrid over a, a tree stump. Well, I'm sure this next topic will, you know, get you get you real excited. I mean, Listen, I mean, you can act like you're not, but the the joy in your in your voice when you were like, <laughs> they lost. <laughs> oh, oh, hey guys, Listen, like, I love it. Talk. <laughs> I love it when uh, Oregon State is good. It, it It's good for this area. It, it helps everybody. I feel it adds to 100%. the football season when you got both teams in the state playing well. But listen, when you see Oregon State uh, stub their toe in the way they did last night, um, my external reaction is, oh, no, baby, what are you doing? What, is, oh, what are you doing, you baby? Guys, that's my, I'm like, come on. But it. It's a little funny. I mean, Ooh, come on, baby, you know. What did you do? If Oregon, if Oregon does that, do you think Oregon State fans are and Beaver fans are like, ah, oh, dang, Oregon? No, I mean it's <laughs> it's very different because Oregon's big brother. So like, coincidentally, last time Arizona had a top twenty five win 
at home, I believe, was against mm-hmm. Oregon yep. um, five years ago to the date yesterday. That's um, crazy. I remember being at a Halloween party dressed as Andy Reid. That's me and the, my Twitter uh, picture. And not paying attention to that game at all because uh, Arizona basically took Oregon pa- uh, behind the woodshed that game. So uh, Oregon State, boy, they had their chances in this game. And where points were a premium yesterday, they had one chance in particular that is going to be talked it's about. Go down. All week, not just here locally. I mean, there was a lot of national folks that were absolutely tearing apart the Beavers and Jonathan Jonathan Smith in their decision to end the first half. It was tied 10-10. That was only their fourth possession of the game. Uh, Points, they're coming at a premium in this one. Final was 27-24 to Arizona. And you notice that it was a three-point difference. Well, at the end of the first half, as the Beavers are about to go into the halftime locker room, they line up for a field goal. About three, four seconds left. I believe they're at their uh, at the 28, 27, somewhere in the, around that region. And coming out of the timeout, which, by the way, ESPN drove me absolutely nuts with this. With only three seconds left, they took a full-blown media timeout for like three minutes to come back to that field goal. And then what happened was Oregon State decided to fake the field goal To kicker's credit, he gets it to like the seven, eight yard line, but there's no time left on the clock. That's it. That's the half. No points for Oregon State. Do or die situation for them. Listen, when you're agreeing with Rod Gilmore on the broadcast, when, you know, that whole meme, the worst person you know makes a great point, when your 10 year old son is watching the game, it's like, yeah, what, what, what are they doing? That's how you know you effed up. No. Uh, and, and, you know, if you're Jonathan Smith, you know it, too. <clears throat> At the end of the game, uh, he was quoted by saying, I just rolled the dice on that one in hindsight. It was not good. It's it like, was a no, bad call, I'm pretty sure he good, said. Jonathan yeah. Smith. Dude, it was like, and then again, the second half, it plays out. And to the Beavers' credit, they force a fumble. They take the lead. They're up, uh, I believe, 17-13 mm-hmm. at one point. You have the momentum right there. DJ, uh, you was looking somewhat decent, and then at that point, you could not do anything. Your your drives stall out, and then your defense gives up two straight touchdown drives to Arizona and Noah Fafita. And you know, give I want to give this Arizona State uh, Arizona got to. team credit because they have locked down now for four straight weeks. Very good quarterbacks. Great offenses. I believe before DJU threw that uh, through two touchdowns last night, they had only given up one touchdown pass to Shador Sanders, uh, Caleb Williams, and then Michael Penix. Like in their last three games, they're playing some great quarterbacks. And then you can double check on the Shador Colorado. It could be a different quarterback um, that I'm spacing on. But Arizona's secondary the last few weeks has been locked down. And really before uh, before that last drive for Oregon State, DJU, he went four for four, 75 yards under a minute. He was, I believe, 12 of 26 in the game. Like it was, it was tough sledding. I mean, didn't get have a hundred yard rusher for Oregon State. Very out of characteristic game. And that's what happens when you go down to the desert, go to Arizona for a night game. Like I believe Dirt was saying last week, I have, he's, he said he doesn't want anything to do with Arizona this year, especially a night game down there. Like, you know, Beavers lost this one, but listen, the way Arizona's been playing this year, home game, night game, back-to-back top 25 wins for them now, doesn't surprise me. They're the best 
Arizona's the best five win team in the country, more than likely. Like I can, I well, can take that. a look, but I mean, man, they've been playing great. I mean, you look at their very schedule. unexpectedly great football. Jed Fish has got them going. They had a top twenty five recruiting class a year or so ago. They've been great. This is how you redeem yourself after a terrible season last year, though. You come out and you play really hard against some great teams. Like their past four games have been against top twenty teams. Last four games, yeah, been against top twenty teams. They played Michael Penix. They obviously took an L there, but they only Cam lost. Ward in Washington State. It was yeah, not Cam a Ward. Work, yeah, Cam, Cam Ward. Then uh, uh, you get Caleb Williams. Like you get all the guys right there, and you're able to come out with a great win against Washington State. You know, a blowout win against Washington State, and then you you follow that up with a great win at home against Oregon State. Like nobody saw Arizona season going like this. At all, and especially to beat the some of the teams that you've actually been able to beat at this point, Arizona's not to be played with. And this is we saw a lot of this from Oregon State last year. It's like, oh, holy hell! Like Oregon State's coming, they're competing, <clears throat> they're in the game until the very end, and they're pulling some of those games out. Yesterday was one of those things to where. And here's the cold part: you look at the uh, at the box uh, at the stats, and you know the box score and everything. Like Oregon State had more passing yards, more rushing yards, more rushing yards. More takeaways. There's somewhat more decent tackles. On, somewhat decent on third down. Yeah. I think they were like six for eleven. I... More tackles. They had everything going for them, but just couldn't figure it out in in the end. There, that's, when the field that's got shorter, when uh, things stalled out for them. And here's the cold part. And that's why you need field goals in a game where you don't have as many possessions and you're not punching the ball in as much as you like. You're getting there, like, dude, take the field goal. Oregon State had scored on. I just saw a stat like 27 straight red zone attempts. Wow, red zone. So once they're in the red zone, they're going to at least come out, come away with the field goal. Yeah, and you yeah. know that kind of got stopped last night. You know, so it was it was a great game by Arizona State. And I so. could be wrong on where that field goal was. Or Arizona, be, excuse me, where that field goal was because of where you know the the kicker and the the holder got it. Because yeah, mm-hmm. they, uh, they very well could have been inside the nineteen or eighteen um, on the line of scrimmage, and then the snap just took them took them back a little bit further. But yeah, twenty eight straight red zone That's trips. Crazy. With a touchdown or just with points, or with points, yeah. yeah, just coming out of there. So that's it's wild. That's an efficient offense. And yeah. as much as we kind of like to bang on Oregon State because DJU doesn't look like a world beater in a lot of ways, uh, but he's still been getting the job done. Yesterday was one of those times it just he played okay, but he had a 58% completion. Uh, before that last like, drive, dude, it was, it was not great. Yeah, looking at the it's just, I guess, the lack of respect for field goals in college football. Uh, obviously, this is a couple weeks after the whole Oregon Washington debacle with giving yeah. up, you know, giving up the points at the end of the first half, and then funny losing how by the three. turns have tabled. Uh, uh, hey, funny, very, very similar situation here. Now the Beavers fans were probably laughing at Ducks fans in a couple of weeks ago. But do you wonder how? I don't know how how little respect is given to these field goals and if that is affecting you know some of their decision making processes here i understand that in the nfl you know these three points points matter and and you got much better kickers they're obviously paid professionals they can kick probably 10 yards longer on average you got guys hitting 63 65 yard field goals i think maybe one kicker in college has hit like a 60 some yard field goal possibly two ever there's just you know you think of great kickers i think the last good one was jared siegel at oregon camden lewis is okay but that's really jared siegel like this was 20 years ago somebody that like is legit and people remember uh here in oregon oregon state i'm sure there's a beaver name that you know people could text in with but you just wonder if you're really looking at the lack of respect for field goals and wondering if it's because of the limitations of skill or because 
these offensive coordinators are a little heady and say, hey, we just want the points here. I just I'm trying to in my head weigh which one it is. And now two weeks of this situation where two field goals that would have tied the game or given up or won the game in this case for Oregon a couple weeks ago, it just makes me wonder. I don't have an answer, but it's definitely been banging in my head the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think that the analytics over the years have shown that probably going for it is not as uh, big of a risk as kicking a field goal situational. I think Dan Lanning's correct in the sense it's like, dude, we're, we're going to need points this game to keep up with Washington like we you know we can't win this with field goals now whether that's true or not he is right that's an offense you got to keep pace with so you got to put up points so going for touchdowns I'm not exactly upset with that in yesterday's case with Oregon State where points are at a premium get three I'm I feel like the older I've gotten I very much am on the side of like get points win the field position battle like if you have the ball at the 50 or their 45 and it's a fourth and three, fourth and four early in the game, dude, just relax. Like you don't need just punt them, pin them deep, put the pressure on them to get out of that situation. And then they're punting from their 10, 15, something happens, blocked, terrible punt. Now you're starting your drive at your own 45 four. Like it's just, I feel that maybe coaches are looking for just big boom moments to really change momentum. Um, and I think that it is totally situational, but yeah, Jordan, I also think that depending on kickers for everything is, uh, is the antithesis of football. Like Larry David has a great bit on this. I think it was on the Rich Eisen show. He's like, we're going to play 58 minutes of this game with 300 pound giants out there bashing at each other, giving up their lives, giving up their brains for this. And then 140 pound string beans gonna come out here, and I'm depending my life and my future and everything on this dude. What? Like, so I hear you. Like, as a football guy, like I don't want to depend on the dude that was just playing soccer 30 minutes ago with his uh, actual sport team that he likes to play on. Like, so I, I see it in that sense too. It's no, I get it. A lot I, of factors in that. It is. You know, I'm a Patriots fan, so I have to be kind of grateful for having great <laughs> kickers because there is started. a lot of you know there's a lot of championships that were won because you just happen to have a, a great kicker at the end of the game that was able to kind of seal the deal for you you know in most cases so i understand the importance of having a great kicker i just think i just think that we just don't you know with a lot of parents wanting their kids to kind of stick with stuff like soccer as opposed to football and stuff like that it doesn't shock me that we don't have a lot of great college kickers and stuff at this point i find it, it doesn't shock me i find it funny you bring up uh adam vinatieri i'm assuming that's who you're referring yes. to and patriots greatness because just like there was clock mismanagement yesterday by the referees there was clock mismanagement in that original super bowl 36 on, as man. well i don't want to hear <laughs> two hear seconds left on that about. clock when adam vinatieri kicked the field goal for tom brady's first super bowl <laughs> to beat the rams there were two seconds left the nfl should have played better they fixed that and did not give them the last chance, man. I, uh, just like the USC guess, game yesterday, which I'm sure we're going to get to, that was ridiculous. Guess who became the greatest show on turf after that? <laughs> Nobody. It was us. Uh, and uh, shout out to the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, can't forget Alexis Serna for Oregon State. There we go. Yeah, see that? Thank, thank you. Text line helping me out. I knew there was a good name along the way for Beavers lore kickers, but uh, just couldn't couldn't get there. All right, going from the team in Corvallis to the team in Eugene. That was in Salt Lake City yesterday, playing a team who is very, very good at Salt Lake City. 
But a result that they're not used to, and quite frankly, I wasn't that surprised, to be honest. We talk about the Ducks getting a big win against Utah next here, Football Sunday. But first, Jordan Schultz, SportsCenter Update. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Oregon Ducks were in Salt Lake City taking on the Utah Utes at Rice-Eccles Stadium on Saturday. And Utah has been, a, as Rashad said during the commercial break, a rock in the shoe of Oregon and just the Pac-12 in general. Obviously, they're the back-to-back Pac-12 champions. Oregon uh, lost to them in back-to-back games two years ago to try to win the Pac-12 championship. Uh, beat them last year in a cold, chilly game down at Dotson. I believe, what was it, like 20 to 17? Yeah, it was an ugly game. Um, as uh, JR would say, a slobber knocker. Um, it's a good JR. It was not. It's it was a good not. JR. We got, we got plenty of JR in the system, though, somewhere around here. Um, I'll pull up some JR. But uh, yeah, that was not an Oregon Utah game. Like we've seen, and quite frankly, for the Utah fa- uh, faithful over there at Rice Eccles Stadium, that's not the type of Utah game they've seen in the last 18 games, I believe it was, for Utah. They had one at home, um, and uh, they had won the last 29 of 30 games at home as well. So Oregon going there and winning big, I mean, 32 to, excuse me, 35 to 6. Smackdown Hotel. I mean, surprising when it comes to the historical context, but leading up to this game, Rashad Jordan, I'm not surprised that this happened. I knew how good this Oregon defense was. I knew how bad this Utah offense could be. I knew how good the Utah defense could be. 
But I know how good Oregon was as a whole. That offense as well. Bo Nix right now, is play, he's playing the most consistent football in the country. Whether you want to say he's the best, I could agree with you on that. But right now, week to week, he is consistently playing great football. So for them to go to do, do this to Utah in Utah, I'm not shocked, honestly. Those whole week, I didn't really have those butterflies in my belly like I did in years past. It was a great game for Oregon. They're showing you why they're one of the best teams in the nation. Bo Nix, one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Another win. Want to know for Oregon. Bryson Barnes looks like an undercover cop. The the pig farmer? Is that the story that I was hearing all week about him? Bryson Barnes looks like he's going to rat on you immediately. <laughs> like, that's what it is. It looks like an RA. Um, oh, boy. But yeah. he, you know, last week he had a great game. Was able to lead his team to victory yeah, over. That's what happens when USC. you play Utah's def or USC's defense. Yeah, I guess he had a, he had a great game, and this week his numbers looked kind of similar as far as his number of passes thrown and everything. However, the production just wasn't there. You know, he threw two interceptions. Um, not the thing you want to do against this against this Oregon defense. And honestly, if they lost, it was because their offense, like you said, wasn't able to to move the needle at all. Obviously, you only score six points in a the game, then that lets you know that you've got some offensive woes. And um, U of O just came out, man, Bo Nix may be in the driver's seat for the Heisman at this point. I mean, he he may be, he and Michael Penix are still, you know, in there to be, I think they're the front runners at this point. And like you said, week to week, I challenge you to find somebody that's been more consistent than Bo Nix. Week to week, not really making mistakes. Last year, didn't make a bunch of mistakes. I want to say maybe threw four or five interceptions last season, something like that, something something stupid. So I think this Oregon team, obviously that loss to Washington didn't help, um, but they run the gamut for the rest of the season. You know, it's them and UW again, potentially for the Pac-12 championship. And, you know, see what this thing would No, it won't be them and yeah, it could be. No, Oregon, if they win out, Washington is the only undefeated team right now. So, yes, Oregon, yeah, so, if they win out at this point, it'll be a UW-Oregon Pac-12 championship game. Absolutely. So, and so we'll see, you know, kind of how that turns out. But, yeah, right now, um, Oregon is on a mission. Uh, and last last week against USC, it was like, oh, I mean, excuse me, last week, Utah against USC, that was their, I think that that's that's where they got their flowers. That's where, okay, man, you've had a great season. You know, without your number one, you still have USC's number. You still, you still got you. You just you played spoiler for them, like all those little pictures. I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen them of Caleb Williams, like year to year, uh, his reaction to losing to, to Utah. Utah, and uh, you've been able to play spoiler to the guy that won the Heisman, and more than likely, a lot of teams are going to start tanking for, so they can kind of get them and the, get him in the draft. So, man, you feel good about that one, but then you played played an Oregon team that was just they, they're on a mission right now and the mission is to continue to win games and at least try to put your name into that playoff so man, I don't really see anybody in the Pac-12 beating them for the rest of the season they played all their tough games they're supposed to play from from at this point forward if Oregon loses I would be incredibly shocked at them kind of dropping a game to anybody the rest of their season they have Cal USC Arizona State Oregon State Oregon State's the only team I'd be like, uh. That Arizona State game is in Arizona, so that right, always yeah. worries me. Good, good um, I, I mean, I know this Arizona State team is trash, but we saw what they did almost to Washington uh, last week. 
So um, Pac-12 just continues to cannibalize itself, though, unfortunately. Which it, it's the story it, of the Pac-12? Yeah, and it and it just sucks because it it hurts the argument that it is as good as the SEC. It maybe not is the same, but it is close, man. These teams are so good, and the bottom of the SEC is always just so bad. But but anyways, Bonex, I think his Heisman chances on Bovada went from twenty to one. Last night, up to five to one. So, so those odds just immediately—I mean, right after that game, essentially, you know, almost down to nothing. I think he's probably up there with a couple other quarterbacks now, but uh, not sure he's at the top. Another great performance from him, but another—I would say—great performance from the team. But along with that, the first complete sixty-minute game we've seen from the Oregon Ducks all year. That's what Dan Lanning was happy about afterwards, and and it was good to see two forced turnovers the interceptions both turned into points you saw a couple of dumb penalties um i think it was one guy Connolly jr on the line that had a couple of false starts so it's like him this week and cornelius last week i would really like <laughs> you know those 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 single like mishaps from one guy it's like dude it's like it's one guy doing it i would really like that to be fixed week to week but other than that just a complete performance all the wide receivers got involved bonix even ran in for one touchdown from the one yard line after bucky almost got there so, so i wasn't really unhappy with anything you know other than a penalty yesterday so what a great performance for oregon and uh yeah good old oregon state and arizona state as those trap games coming up you mentioned the turnovers which i love that i wanted to see them create a couple turnovers yesterday and they did that um the other thing was the uh, the slow start problem we didn't really have that i mean it was a kind of bs pass interference call that kept utah's drive alive that extended that first half um but Oregon came right out and scored. Yes. Yeah, Even after out. a false start or a delay game, whatever the hell that was to start the game, it's like, ah, oh, don't come out again with your feet in cement. Come on. Right. So then I believe Utah came away with the field goal after that to make it 7-3. And I was like, quite frankly, I was like, that's BS. It should be 14-0 right now. But then again, they came back. Bam, bam. It seemed like it did not. It was not that slow start that we had seen at some of these away games. Um, so Great, great game from beginning to end, all facets, really. Bo Nix continues to play mistake-free football, and I think that's the biggest thing, um, compliment you can give him. On the season, he's got 21 touchdowns and one pick. He's thrown one pick all season. I and saw that, was that in the Colorado pick, too, game. in yeah. perfect view at that Colorado yeah. game. It was and just I was an like, thrown ball. Oh, I know. I was just like, dear God, man, what was that? But, yeah, that is, like, the only, like, it's egregious the only decision. On the radar he's had all I've season, seen. you know, yeah. so – um, you look at a guy, I'm looking at his his QBRs um, from the first game of the season, 88.3, 77.8, 85.3, 72, 91, 82, 84, 95. It's like better and better and better and better every week. And one last stat to end this segment is I believe he set the record for straight games with 80-plus percentage completion. Uh, and that two surprise me. And two touchdown passes. So it's like seven or eight straight games of that. But he passed Kellen Moore yesterday. And uh, Joe Burrow, I think, was second on that list Big as names. well. But yeah, Bo Nix, I believe, eight straight games, either seven or eight, with 80% completion and two uh, passing touchdowns. I believe I also saw he's only two touchdowns away from passing Joey Harrington on the all-time touchdowns list uh, for the Oregon Ducks. That's I think crazy. Marcus Mariota leads uh, the all-time touchdowns list for quarterbacks for the Ducks. But just kind of goes to show you, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit, a look at how the game has transitioned and now a lot more touchdown passes are being thrown but crazy in two years here i think it's i think this it's is important. what bo nix has done i think it's important to start looking at bo nix and really asking the question man where he ranks all time as far as oregon quarterbacks you know as far as what he's been able to do like let's hey, I'm finish just saying, this season I'm just, I'm just saying like when it's all said and done and let's say you know and we're knocking on 
fake wood here um and the season's over and let's say that they actually get you know to the playoff or you know they win the Pac-12 championship whatever the case is I think it's I, I think it's worth a conversation adding him to the conversation to where Bo Nix is as far as the all-time great Oregon quarterbacks in two years he's been again as mistake-free as you can ask for a quarterback. We start chiseling away at that Mount Rushmore of Oregon Ducks quarterbacks yeah. and add his face to it. Yeah. Yeah, right next to Danny Fouts, right? Yes, that beard is uh, looking great up there. I'll say that much. Well, during the shout video, it looks even better. Yes. So, yes. awesome. All right, uh, let's take a look at the rest of the Pac-12, though, as we do. See how the other teams perform, take a look at the standings, and take a look at next week's matchup, because as this season goes, there is never a rest in the Pac-12 when it comes to great matchups and great games. So let's do that. Football Sunday, right here on 1080 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe, brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Taking a look at the BCS standings right now. Yes, the BCS standings. There is a Twitter account, BCS Know How, that uh, still will post simulated BCS standings. Uh, as if they were still happening today. So uh, Michigan, Ohio State, number one, number two, followed by Georgia, Florida State, Oklahoma, Washington at six. What a stupid outcome. Oregon is at 10. What a BCS stupid. <laughs> so once again, thank- Sorry, Jordan, not real. <laughs> we do not have the BCS anymore. Thank God. Unless yeah, you remember once this. again, just a perfect representation of why humans should be choosing. Because when they lose, when the Ducks lose to another top 10 team, it should not knock them down to like 18. But that's what the BCS does. Remember that year that, and you guys were much younger, but I was, I was like just getting into uh, college and stuff. But Oregon was ranked like number two. And um, so this was said, what, an 80. Screw you, Joe. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, this was 2002, Yeah, and so, and so, yeah, they send Colorado, or excuse me, they send uh, Nebraska. Nebraska, who just had the era with uh, Eric Crouch, Eric Crouch, Heisman, Heisman trophy. winner. Who and became they a wide got, receiver in the NFL and flamed out. And they got demolished by Miami that year. But it should have been Oregon-Miami yep. in that national championship game. Oregon ran all over Colorado in that, um, was it Fiesta Bowl or something yes, like the that? Fiesta that year? I it believe was crazy, it was Ontario but... Smith or Mo Morris that sat on a Colorado defender on and his way to still, a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, and that was the first time I ever remember saying, yeah, they screwed that up. 
they screwed this up because Oregon should have definitely been in that game. And I don't think Oregon beats that Miami team because that Miami team, they made documentaries about them. So I don't think they beat them. But Ken damn, Dorsey they have led, a, right? Yeah, but they have a shot to win. Do we have some uh, college football-esque music? I'll find it. Some drums or something? Something rather? I, I no, I got I got something for you. Okay. Give me, give me like five, ten seconds. Um, yeah, actually, take your time because uh, while you're doing that, I can find some like uh, music in the form of, I believe, Isaac Ropp's singing. Adelida, pretty little Cajun queen. I'm going to love you forever. That's just a pretty good voice. Forever and ever, amen. I'm getting a tear to my eye right now. <laughs> okay, do we have drums? We got something? All right. The musical stylings of Isaac Roth, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so we talked about Oregon and Oregon State. Oregon, big dubs. Big dubs over here. Big dubs. Oregon State, big L's. Big L's over there. Uh, losing to Arizona. But the other Pac-12 games on uh, the slate yesterday. Colorado Buffaloes. Did you know that Deion Sanders was a coach for them? I, I, mean, I, did not. I, I, I haven't heard. heard anything from that program over the last three, four years. It's more of a uh, mascot. Three, four weeks. So, you know, I saw him on the TV the other day. I was like, oh, that's right. Aren't people, Deion. like, racist against them or something? I don't know. I thought I got it. It's possible. It's possible. Um, but UCLA got the win, 28-16. Uh, they're looking good. Gar uh, Garbers is out there now playing quarterback for them. Ethan Garbers, a former Cal quarterback. So no Dante Mori. I don't know what's going on. Chip Kelly is, from the beginning of the year, said we have three quarterbacks. We're going to play all three. So uh, I did Which not. Which means you don't have a quarterback. So I don't I see. I didn't see if Dante Moore was injured. Um, yeah, I I do not know uh, what happened there, but I do know that UCLA won, and now uh, Colorado one and four in conference play in the Pac-12. UCLA three and two. Uh, another game from yesterday. This one was a bit of a shocker. Arizona State at home against Washington State. I don't know if it should have been a shocker considering what they did to uh, Washington the week before, but they beat Washington State 38-27. to Dude, what the hell's going on with the Cougs right now? The Cougan it. They're doing what the Cougs <laughs> oh, no. do. You know, they're... This is what you know. The wheels are all the way. I haven't heard that off. in a while, and that's how that's how you know it's bad. Is yeah, if it's someone saying that and it's true. You know, you're talking about a team that had a lot of eyes on them at the beginning of the season. It was like, okay, Arizona State starts the season four wins in a row, and then follows it up with four straight losses. It's like you there, and it's not like they're you know uh, Cam Ward isn't playing well. It's just that the rest of the team just can't seem to catch up to where he is. Gosh, yeah, I didn't even realize you're right. Four straight losses for Washington State now after starting four or no. Uh, boy, life changed quickly for them Real after fast. that Pat McAfee beef with them and the the flag at college game day. I think after that point, they have lost. They're talking too much crap, man. Uh, no, no, they won because I remember uh, Jake Dickert was all uh, was all hot and bothered and was uh, full of piss and vinegar after that game because he started calling out Lee Corso. Who doesn't even realize what he's saying don't, up there happens. Yeah, you don't call out Lee Corso. <laughs> the football gods have cursed you now. You don't call out Lee Corso. <laughs> That's a good point. What are you, what bears are you doing? eat the ducks. <laughs> if you're in uh, college basketball, you're just going to say some bad stuff about Dick Vitale and think that the college basketball gods aren't going to come back to get you? Yes. The Dukies, baby. I, uh, sorry, I can't stand Dick Vitale. I love Dickie <laughs> uh, Hot take, not, not a fan. 
Ryan Day going after Lou Holtz earlier. Yeah, well, good. On, <laughs> Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz should have stopped talking twenty years ago. Yeah. Go Irish. And you can see, you can see all that on the Again, corner. They're, they're like mascots too. now. That's more than <laughs> they anything. gotta. They gotta clean the camera screen <laughs> off every time because yeah. all the spit flying yeah, off. Yeah, they're more than anything. They're just you know they're just they're mascots. I they're will just say else. this: when Ooh, I am something on your glasses what, there, Lou. <laughs> when I'm old and geriatric, please just make fun of me as much as you want because I know I have it coming. I know over the last 10, 15 years, what I have said about our senior community. And listen, I'm ready for it. I don't care how old you are. You're going to get these jokes. Yeah. When, you know, <laughs> you're going to catch these straight. Yeah, all of them. We'll all be sucking Jello at some point. It's it's a fact of life. Uh, speaking of sucking, that USC defense gives up 49 points to uh, the Cal Golden Bears. Uh, luckily, they did not give up 51 because Cal went for, for a two-point conversion at the end of the game to try and beat USC. They did not get it. Uh, USC there was pass interference on that play. Yes. There, the, there was literally a bear hug on a Cal receiver. Uh, and USC wins 50 to 49. They come back in this game, though. They were losing, gosh, what was it? Uh, like two touchdowns. Yeah, it was 29, uh, 43 to 29 at one point in this game. Cal was leading in the second half. USC, dear God, man. I. I said last week, I was like, man, they, they continue to do this, and I'm not surprised. I, I'm surprised at this point. The fact that, like, 49 to Cal, and you almost lost that game. Caleb Williams is fighting for his life if, out there every week. If you're Caleb Williams, are you just – I'm shutting it down for the season. Like, there's no, there's no, no point in, there's no point in me no. playing for a national championship. I'm not playing for a you national championship You know who said anymore. that was Emmanuel Acho, and that was one of the, that's one of the dumber people in sports media today. The whole business decision. No, I said last week he needs to play. He Does needs he? Yes. Because you need to show however much talent you have because those games where you played good teams, he hasn't shown out. So you need to put as much good stuff on tape as possible. You need to put up 50 points every week against whoever it is regardless. He cannot, no, you can't shut it down. I don't know. He's Mike. on one. I saw the report about how he's like wants a uh, – reports say that he wants some ownership stake in whatever team that drafts him. It's like, buddy, you yeah, need to – Yeah, he's he's – Hey man, he's calling a shot. That's, uh, no. Yeah, I heard that too. So it's, it's Eli bold. Manning 2.0. Again, if that's a report that is true, it's that bold. is just like, buddy, take a snap first. Dear God. Well, in the talk about him skipping the rest of the year, it's like, how Stop. good are you? You're Stop. not that great. And if you skip five games, I don't know a team that should be giving up a first round draft pick for you. That that's just, it's like, all right, you're a you're a wussy. You're not a competitor. I'm with you. I don't know what else to say. Uh, and the last game, one of my least favorite things that's becoming a weekly occurrence is uh, Washington playing terribly against teams they shouldn't for like two and a half, three quarters, and then being like, "Oh yeah, oh, let's we can play. We're better than them." That's right. I, I thought I thought uh, we were uh, uh, just as bad as them. No, wait, we're we're a lot better. Let's let's score a touchdown here and another one, and now we are uh, winning by nine points or fourteen or whatever. Like, this is the fourth straight week that they have played a game where they have had to escape, essentially. In the Arizona one, the, the score is closer than that game actually was. But Oregon, Arizona State now, this game against Stanford. Like, you gave up 33 points to Stanford. It, it start, it's starting to get annoying how close Washington has been to losing a few of these games, and they still come out on top, which, I don't know, whatever, speaks to their resilience. I think they're bored. I think they're bored at this point. Like, I feel, No, seriously. I feel, <laughs> so good that they're bored. If they're, you're, they're playing if, with their food. If you're Washington, like, at this point, all of the 
with the exception of USC, and you know, you know they're just giving up points left and right. So USC, we don't really believe in Utah like that anymore in that in that offense. Arizona, or excuse me, Oregon State might be the toughest game they have coming up, you know, on their schedule at this point. And like, if you're USC, or excuse me, if you're Washington, I think maybe you're just a little bored at this point. This has become easy for you. And so I'll turn on the Jets when we're ready. All right, rapid fire. Here's your schedule for next week. Arizona State at Utah, 11 a.m. kick. Then you got Cal at Oregon. You can hear that right here on the fan. Kickoff at 2.30. Coverage for that starts at 10 a.m., I believe, here on the fan. Biggest game on Pac-12 slate, Washington at USC next week down in L.A., 4.30 kick. Stanford at Washington State next week. Oregon State, the Beavs, they get to play Dion, Shador, and the Colorado Buffaloes in Colorado. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff, Pac-12 after dark. And then US, uh, UCLA at Arizona, 7.30 kick next week. Boom! Love there's, it. There's your Pac-12 uh, slate next week, your recap of the weekend that was, and I hope you are turning on Red Zone or your game of choice while keeping us on your radio dial or your phone or your smart speaker or however you listen to Football Sunday because we got hour two coming up. Let's start with the NFL as we do. Let's start with the Seahawks. We do that next. Football Sunday, 10 of the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.